You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Good morning, one and all. I'm Jack Ward, and I'm here with David Alt, and we're the hosts of the world's largest showcase of modern audio drama, The Sonic Society. Indeed. Good morning, everyone. This week, we're proud to present to you Dream Realm Enterprises from Jonathan Patrick Russell, an episode from their fine showcase series called Paint Me Dead, along with last broadcast from Earth's Suckhole. Our twin features begin right here on The Sonic Society. Oh, that went by quickly. <laughs> yeah. The following program is rated U for universal audiences and is considered suitable for listeners of all ages. This is a presentation of Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. You're listening to Showcase, Paint Me Dead, which was written by Patty Cassidy. It was one of those mornings where my eyeballs were growing stubble needed a cup of coffee and I needed it bad. But I knew things weren't going to go my way when I got to the corner diner. My pal Dick was pounding on the door. What the hell is this? No coffee? Try again tomorrow? There ought to be a law. It's 1984 for Pete's sake. I headed to the office where I had a jar of instant that was just one inch better than nothing. But the dozen bagels and tough cream cheese in the fridge would help. Turned out to be the best decision I made that day. Red Ford speaking. Yeah, I find missing persons, who'd you lose? Well, if you don't know who it is, it'll probably run you a little extra. When did this unknown person go missing? Yeah? Well, that will definitely cost you more. It sounds like a lot of work. What's your address? I can be there in a couple hours. The voice of the line belonged to a babe. She sounded so hot she burned right through the wires. She said her name was Lil. She wanted me to find a missing person, but she wasn't sure who it was or how long they'd been gone. Mm, that rang <clears throat> my cash register loud and clear. But mostly, I couldn't wait to see her. I even got it out before I finished the last bagel. The address she gave me belonged to an art gallery in a dodgy neighborhood downtown. But that's the art biz these days. The uptown crowd likes their artists, new and preferably starving, so they slum it and search the latest thing. 
This joint sounded like the kind of place you had to take a freight elevator to get to. The sign on the street read Lil 7 Lil. The elevator opened into a big empty room with a few paintings on the wall and one covered on an easel in the middle. I was trying to figure out which end was up when I heard her come up behind me. Well, I see you don't waste any time, Mr. Ford. I like that in a man. Well, I'll just bet you... Wait, Lil? Lil Avant? That's right. I'm Lil Avant. I own the place. I've got to admit I was surprised, knocked out, bowled over. I recognized this babe and she looked the same as she did the last time I saw her 50 years ago. Hard to believe it, Lil. You haven't changed at all. You've been down here all the time? I've been around. Nice to see you haven't changed either, Red. Pretty much. Did you know who I was when you called me? Of course. Somebody told me you were in the snooping business and I needed a job done. And I've got to admit I was curious about you. I heard about that last picture Gurian painted of you. Yeah, well, I haven't seen it in a long time. But I see myself in the mirror every day and I don't look bad for my age. I guess that mirror must be worn pretty thin by now, Red. You never were exactly... Modest. I guess there must be a painting of you hanging around somewhere, too, by the looks of you. Have you seen it? Sure. I've seen it. Pretty recently, as a matter of fact. It was 1933. We didn't know it then, but before the end of the year, booze would be legal again and drunks could go public. But for now, we stayed below ground and slugged down smuggled bottles of French bubbly from our wealthy pals, like Chatsworth K. Wright. Here's to my pal Red Ford and his simmering sex. Though it doesn't seem fair that he has both stunning looks and great talent, I'm willing to swallow my pride and wish you the best year ever, Red. And I have a surprise for you. Happy New Year! Hi, chap. Hello, everyone. Is this my New Year's baby? Well, it's not old father time. Red, meet Lil Avant. She's in the art game and wanted to see something new. That was the first time I saw Lil. She stunned me stupid. I nearly swallowed my mouthpiece. Hello, Red. What can you blow for me to celebrate the new year? I'm all yours, Miss Avant. You want it loud and hot, or slow and sweet? (laughs) It's up to you. I love a good sex any way I can take it. And that was it. We didn't leave each other's sides. Till Al Gurian, artist extraordinaire, showed up a few months later. Then it all went south. Your luck's run out, Red. You're totally ruined. Even your peanuts are gone. Wrong about the peanuts, Gurian. I've got plenty more where they came from. I'll give you an IOU for the rest. I'm afraid that won't work this time, my friend. I'm not taking your IOUs tonight. It's time to settle our accounts. If I can't pay you off, how can we settle my accounts? You gonna take my sacks? What would I do with it? I can't play it. It's too battered to sell, but I have a proposition for you. Lay it on the table. I'm ready for anything. I want to paint your picture as you are right now, young and beautiful. Maybe holding your horn. That's it? Sounds pretty easy. 
like I should pay you, even. Let's just say I want to do this as an experiment. I've been reading a lot lately, and I'm intrigued with a legend. Have you heard of Dorian Gray? <laughs> right. The guy who stayed young while his picture aged? I still don't see where this gets me out of debt. Suppose I could make an enchanted picture of you, and you would never age unless somebody destroyed it. What do you think that would be worth? You're nuts. Nobody can do that. It was just a story. But if you did do it, it would be worth a mint. It would be worth a veritable fortune. You sign a contract with me, letting me paint the portrait and giving me full rights to it. If it doesn't work, you're not out anything. If it does, I'm famous and it will be the making of me. That's it? You would have to visit the painting from time to time, of course. I would take a picture of you next to it each time to show the changes. This is too easy. Well, if it works, I would be able to murder you at any time by destroying the picture, just as it happened in the book. But you wouldn't, because that would be the end of your big experiment. Probably. But there's something else I want that would make me erase your considerable debt. I knew it. I want Lil. Lil? That would be up to her. There are ways around that. I paint you and wipe out your debt. You disappear. I'll take it from there. You choose eternal youth or a fading relationship with an aging woman. You're making me hate myself, Gurian. Where do I sign? You saw your picture recently? Very. How did it look? About the way you'd expect it to. But how do you like my gallery? I did it all myself. Nice place, Lil. Not too much stuff in it. Yeah. Well, I don't like clutter. It confuses the clients. Looks like the pictures do that pretty much on their own. Now, about this missing person. You said you didn't know who it was. Oh, I know who it is, all right, Red. But if I told you on the phone, you might not have come down here. Somebody I know? Hmm, you bet it is. I'd felt this bad feeling before, and I didn't like it. I'm guessing it must be Gurian. Bingo. You might be a rat, Red, but you're obviously not an idiot. Uh, about that... This isn't the time. We have business. And I want your help without any complications. So, you want to find Gurian after all these years? What's the hurry? I've got a painting that you need to see. It showed up on my doorstep, wrapped in swaddling clothes a few months ago. You might need a real drink before you see it, though. This was getting deeper by the minute. But for a chance to get back at Gurry and make it all up to Lil, I'd do this gig for free. Got bourbon? House okay? Fine by me. It's not twelve yet. I always save the good stuff till afternoon. Join me. Chen Chen. Take a deep breath. It's unveiling time. One, two. Jesus! What is this? It looks like... Anyone you know. It's obviously not Whistler's mother. He's got to be grateful for that. It looks pretty much like a skeleton with smallpox to me. But there's... Something familiar in the left eye twist. Yeah? Oh, jeez, Lil, it couldn't be. Oh, it could be. And it is. That's why I need to find Gurian. I... 
think it's a threat. He can't do anything to you if you've got the painting yourself, babe. If it's the original, I can't take a chance. You're the only one I can trust to find out. I know that he was hanging around at Warhol's place ten years ago. That was the last I saw him. Still painting? I don't think so. At least, not like he used to. When did he do this one? About a year after you left. He said he wanted to keep me beautiful. Looks like he got his wish. No time for flattery now, Red. Whatever happened to yours? I don't know. The last time I saw it was 30 years ago. He ran me down in a coffee house in the village. It was 1956. I was rooting for the Dodgers. Hey, Red. What's shaking, man? Nothing yet, Menard. I need an eye-opener. I've got, like, just the thing for you. Our 1956 Subway Series Special Brew Espresso and Coke Syrup. The chicks love it. It's guaranteed to make you leap the bleachers at a single bound. I'll send it over with Peg in a minute. Great. Now how about a couple of cannolis, too? Our kids love the slick on their early morning flakes. Wet nursed at oil wells and weaned on crud. They crave their next fix and wine for petroleum jelly on their morning toast. Like crusty cars in the dust bowl. One day, they'll give their lives for S.O. and Texaco. Here's your coffee and cannoli, Red. It's amazing how you never gain weight with all you pack away. Yeah. Just lucky, I guess. You'll have to give me some of your lucky jeans, then. By the way, there was a guy in here earlier looking for you. There's always somebody looking for me. Did he say who he was? Nope. He just asked me to give you something. Hang on. I'll be back in a minute. I thought about slipping out the back before anybody unpleasant could appear, but the coffee was kicking in, and I got a shot of Dutch courage. Peg pulled up a couple of minutes later with a package in her hand. He said you'd understand when you saw this. Hey, Red, you okay? I understood all right. It was Gurian's own copy of the picture of Dorian Gray. I even checked page 45 where he'd written the date he painted my portrait. I hadn't seen him since right after the war. A lot had changed since then. I still felt lousy about leaving Lil to him. I heard she got hooked in the hard stuff with his help. Yeah, I'm fine. What did this guy look like? Just the way you'd expect me to, Red. Jesus, Gurian, give a guy a warning. If I did that, Red, I'd never see you again. So you guys want to be left alone, I guess. We've got business, my friend. You're looking the same as always, suave, handsome, young. <laughs> I'm delighted. So now you've seen me. Your job is done. Oh, but the deal is that you have to see the portrait and pose with it. Shall we go? I'll trust you. It's got wrinkles and scars. You don't need me to prove it. Sorry, Red, you know the deal. If you don't visit your picture, I could just decide to uh, shred it. And then what would happen to you? I still don't understand how you did it, Gurian. It's too weird for me, but I'm not going to complain. I'm 45 years old and I still look like a kid. Correction, a handsome kid. Wait until you see the picture. You'll be filled with gratitude. I've got to admit I was curious, and I couldn't understand why Gurian didn't do the magic on himself. 
He was beginning to look frayed around the edges. I figured we'd go see the picture and I'd be back at the cafe before the game started. Welcome to my world. Uh, it's the maid's day off, so we'll need to get our own drinks. Nice digs, Gurion. The portrait biz suits you. Congrats. It's solid, Red. There will always be people who want to stare at themselves. If they could, they'd take pictures of themselves all day long. I'm just the middleman with the brush. I sell dreams. Nice abstracts you've got hanging around here. I've always liked eight-foot-high drips. I met a fellow rummaging through a trash can and offered him a dollar for food. It seems he sells his artwork door to door, and I caught him on his lunch break. I liked what he had to sell. Speaking of which, what are you doing these days? I haven't seen you play anywhere for a while. I got tired of that life and moved on. I thought it was impossible to get too much sacks. So, what now? I've been looking to start my own snoop business. You meet a lower class of people that way. Like it, Red? Oh, man! Real fatso, aren't I? And the saggy face doesn't do anybody proud but a basset hound. Can't say I'm loving those pig eyes either. What's that scar across my mouth? You should know that, Red. I didn't put it there. And just think, if you keep on going the way you are, it's only going to get worse. I could have died happy without seeing this thing. You know I didn't think the immortal youth thing would work. But it did. And now you're hooked. Sure, who wouldn't be? It's time for your snapshot. Stand next to the easel in the same pose. I think you'd do almost anything to continue this way. Wouldn't you? I already have. Okay, so you saw your picture and it was awful, and this is... Well, we understand each other. Now we've got to find Gurian and get him out of our way. He's the only one who knows what to do with them. Otherwise... Exactly. And once that's done, we... We have to split for good, Red. I'm sorry about the first time, Lil... I've always been sad about the way it worked out. Let's face it. It... It took a lot out of me when you disappeared. Things were pretty blurry for a long time. I, I never understood why you left. Gurian never told you? He knew? He said it was a mystery to him why you'd leave after he painted your magic picture. He thought it was pretty ungrateful. You want to tell me something? It's a long story, babe. Maybe later on. In the meantime, I'll start snooping and let you know what I find. But before I go... Mm. Too bad about us. <laughs> Maybe in another 50 years. He didn't say we'd last that long. He just promised we wouldn't look it. When I left the gallery, I headed uptown to Gurian's old place. There were lights in his place. A skinny blonde looked out the window and disappeared. It was obvious that this was a dead end. I needed a drink. The TikTok called my name, so I headed back to my world. It was the usual crowd, quiet and half-plastered by ten o'clock. 
After the day I'd had, it was a relief to be back home. I wanted to forget about Lil and pan the pictures in Gurian for a while. I could smell the TikTok's famous pastrami even before I got in the door. Hi, Red. Long time no see. I could say the same about you, Maxine. How's the tabloid trade? Still scribbling for the rags? Sure. Whoever pays me gets the ink. You're a private dick. Got any juicy stories for me? I'm between assignments and I'm getting bored. Maybe we could help each other. I'm looking for a missing artist for an old friend of mine. Haven't seen him myself in ten years. <coughs> Thanks. What makes this paint slinger so important? He's got a vintage canvas he's hiding and my art dealer friend wants it. It could be a good payday for them both. It must be some painting if she's shelling out for you to find him. Unless she's paying you some other way. It's one of a kind. The market's hot for that stuff now. What's the painting look like? Is it filthy? Would I like it? I doubt you'd give it a second glance. It's a fat old man with pig eyes. But I need the artist first. <laughs> What's in it for me, handsome? The usual. Plus a bonus if you work quick. So, nothing plus nothing. Sounds good to me. What's this genius's name? Alan Gurian. He was rich in the 50s, had a place on the Upper East. I don't think he's there now, though. He probably snorted his fortune away. Good time to hit him up for a painting, then. You got a picture of him? You never liked cameras much. Just picture the love child of Peter Lorre and Eleanor Roosevelt. Funny champ. I'll sift through the morgue tomorrow and see what I can find. I assume I can use anything I find for myself. Just let me at it first, then you've got my blessing to do whatever you want. You got my number? In every way possible. You buy in for the rest of the night? It's the least I can do. Yes, it is. Bring out the good stuff, Harry. I knew I could trust Maxine's nose. She was a born bloodhound and didn't get sidetracked easily. In the meantime, I wanted to see Lil again. She took up a lot of room in my head. Too much room. Yeah, this better be good. It's not even noon. Uh, Slow down, Maxine. When did it happen? Okay, I'll meet you Rudy's in an hour. Yeah, I'm buying. She worked faster than I thought she would, and what she told me hit me like a runaway garbage truck. I couldn't get dressed fast enough. Hey, Red. You look awful. I didn't think that was possible. Want some coffee? Thanks, Maxine. Let's cut to the chase. Show me the clips. That's what I've always loved about you, Red. You might be handsome as a prince, but you've got the manners of a frog. Take a gander at these. The folder was full of bits. Plenty of them. One of them even had a picture of Gurian in his heyday. So he's dead. Why didn't I ever see any of these when they came out? You have to read the paper, handsome. Looks like your pal Gurian died a few years ago. Didn't leave any heirs, either. Alan Gurian, hyper-realist portrait artist for almost 40 years, died Sunday of unknown causes. His housekeeper found him on the floor in front of a slashed painting. He was said to be in his mid-sixties. Jesus, what do we know about the painting? I love the way you keep your priorities straight, Red. My sympathies for your loss. But about the painting, 
nothing. You have everything I found. You want to know more? Just add shoe leather. I didn't sign up to do the whole job for you. You want breakfast? I'm hungry. Yeah, sure. Make the eggs scrambled and fried. A short stack of pancakes on the side, a little maple syrup, maybe a bacon or two, and a big glass of tomato juice. I'll read these while I'm waiting. Then I guess I'll head down to the cop shop for more. Good luck with that. It doesn't look like they spent much time looking for the perp. Nobody cares about dead painters but the tabloids. And even we're a little blasé. This guy was pretty much Mr. Nowhere. I raced through the clips while I ate. Maxine left before I did. I paid our bill and left a big tip. Then I headed out to the local precinct to see if I could call in a favor or two. As I walked to the PD, my head was spinning with questions like an out-of-balance roulette wheel. Did Lil know that Gurian was dead? If she did, why did she send me on a goose change to find him? Whose picture was slashed when Gurian died? Where was my painting? Did he write down anything about the deal we made? Did Lil have it? Did she do Gurian in? Was I next on the hit list? I figured Conroy, the cop shop, would have something I could use. Morning, Red. Looking for clients? Not this time, Conroy. Too bad. There's a rich kid over there whose parents are out of town. I bet they'd be glad to have you take care of him. I could introduce you. I'm already spoken for today, but keep me in mind next time. I'm trying to dig up a three-year-old corpse. You know who'd have the info? Who was it? Anybody I'd know? I doubt it. He was a painter by the name of Gurian. I don't suppose it rings any bells. Gurian? I wouldn't, except a babe was in here a few weeks ago looking for that very same guy. A real stunner. I made nice and did a little scouting for her. She said her name was Lil from down in the village. I know Lil. She didn't mention she'd been looking around on her own. As a matter of fact, she even neglected to mention that Gurian was already dead. That's weird. I even gave her copies of some crime scene shots. And I don't do that for just everybody. Get you anywhere, Conroy? No, she didn't bat an eye. You guys Valentines? You look like you belong together. We're strictly business these days. How can I see these pictures? I could broker copies for you at records, but it'll take me a day. How fast do you need them? Get them ready by the time I get over there, and I'll recommend you for a promotion next time I see the mayor. I'd rather you recommend me to your gorgeous friend. Here's my card, in case she just lost the one I gave her, and... Maybe you want something else? Yeah, what's that? I was holding them for if she came back. A couple of pawn tickets somebody found in the stiff's pant pocket. They fell out of the envelope when she opened it, and I don't think she noticed. Check them out? I might have. Interesting. How much is it worth to you? It might be worth a 20 on a good day. I'll just take a look at them and decide. Money first, then you can take them. Nobody else wants them. I paid. They were for a shop in a back alley in Chinatown. Unfortunately, the printing was in Chinese. You speak Mandarin these days? I know a guy. And? He checked him out and said they were just a couple of life-size paintings of ugly people. Nothing worth anything. But whoever dropped him off said to hold on to them for seven years, no matter what happened. They paid extra. On the way to the hawk shop, I picked up the crime scene shots. They showed Gurian all right. No signs of violence, but he looked like hell. I couldn't make out the picture in the background. It was pretty battered. 
When I got to the pawn shop, it was closed, so I changed course and headed over to Lil's. Hello, Lil. Hello, Red. Got something for me already? Yeah, well, I'm a professional. What'd you find out? I have Gurian's latest address. What address? His last known. Yeah? Where is he? Right where he's been for the last three years. Under a headstone. You mean... He's... No more games, babe. You've been working to beat yourself. You even have his last mugshot. What are you talking about? I have a friend at the cop shop. He was pretty impressed with you. You should have played ball if you wanted him to keep his mouth shut. You're not making any sense, Red. Why's that? I don't know any cops. I don't like games, doll. You must remember that. What really happened to Gurian? I have no idea. I haven't seen him in years. You saw his last picture. His body under the mangled portrait. Was it you? Maybe I did see a picture of it, but I don't know anything about what happened to him, nor just anybody else. That's why I hired you, Red. I couldn't trust anyone else. I know you. But I don't know anything about you anymore. The last time I saw you, you were nodding off in the back room of Mike's. I wasn't any too sure you would make it. So I took Gurian Steel and split before the inevitable happened. Gurian Steel? You're smart, Lil. Even if he didn't tell you, you must have figured out he was behind my disappearing act. It was a trade. My youth for you. You could have escaped any time you wanted. If I could have stayed clean long enough, but... He had the horse, and I had the hunger. That's all history. What did you find out about your picture? If Gurian's dead, where is it? You tell me. I hired you for that, didn't I? You hired me to chase after a dead man. Where did your picture really come from? Did you want me to find mine to make a matching set, or were you planning to finish me off with it? Give me a minute before I answer that. I have something for you. It's party time, Red. We have something to celebrate. Thanks. Nice vintage. But what are we celebrating? It's the end of the road. For one of us. Yeah, that sounds like a threat. You wouldn't threaten me now, would you, Lil? Not with your picture ten feet away? I think it's time to pull out the missing card, Red. does this look to you? She held my picture in front of her, and just like Gurian said it would be, it was worse than the last time I saw it. I was massively fat, and I could almost hear myself wheezing. I had some kind of skin disease on my face, and my hands were twisted like claws. And I was bald. Totally bald. I grabbed at it, but she was fast and put it up on her easel. We made a matching set. Where'd you get it? The same place I got the other one. In the back room of a hawk shop. But let's play a little game, Red. Let's play chicken with the pictures. Whoever wins takes everything. 
I even brought us weapons. Pick a hand. Left. Ah, the exacto knife. That leaves me with the box cutter. Have out my canvas, my friend, before I slash yours to bits. Something in the way she was running this show froze the blood in my veins. But I didn't have any choice. Where did you get the pawn shop tickets? I'll tell you later. Now let's get back to our game. Get ready. Get set. Nice job, Red. That's the end of that painting. What happened? The painting aged. You stayed beautiful. You're supposed to croak where the painting goes, just like in the story. Don't believe everything you read, lover. That's what Gurian fed you. But you were the only one that spell worked for. Even he couldn't figure it out. So the portrait above his dead body was... Him. As he was when he was young. Never good-looking, just young. I slashed it for kicks. And you erased him. Call it practice. I found some aconite and managed to literally rub him out with it. He had a bad heart anyway. The coroner was sloppy. And this one? (laughs) This painting isn't me. It's someone you know a lot better. This is my grandmother, Lil. A few months before she died. Your grandmother? My Lil. That's right. Your Lil. The doll Gurian hooked on horse. The babe you left to his clutches. She told me all about you. And about the painting. How you'd age instantly if it was ever destroyed. This is really what she looked like at the end? Too bad. Who did the brushwork? Gurian did. He didn't like you much. Jealousy, I guess. When he saw me at Grandma's funeral, he approached me with a plan. He did the picture, and we were going to work together. Then he died. I found the pawn tickets in his pocket, got the paintings, and planted copies in the effects that your cop pal gave me. Why bother? Why send me on a chase? Oh, I figured you needed the exercise. And I like games. But it's time to finish this story. You won, Will. (laughs) Choke another one up, Grandma. Too bad, Red. You were gorgeous. But at least I have your picture to remember you by. You have been listening to Showcase Paint Me Dead, which was written by Patty Cassidy, and which starred, in order of appearance, Russell Gold as Red, Pete Lutz as Dick, 
Leslie DeSolar as Lil, Ed Herman as Chatsworth, Jerry Kokich as Gurian, Lex Zorn as Maynard, Rachel Pulliam as the poet, Liz Feltner as Peg, Kale as Maxine, and Chris Hart as Conroy. The showcase theme tune and the incidental music heard in this program was provided by Kevin McLeod. The producer, post-production editor, sound designer, and director was MJ Cogburn. The executive producer for Dream Realm Enterprises was Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series Dream Realm Showcase was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell. And the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is directly prohibited. Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web at dreamrealmsite.com. And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you may do so at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. Please join us again soon for another incredible story. This program is copyright 2020 and is brought to you by Dream Realm Enterprises, soaring into new realms. Good evening. My name is Holt Colby with Central News Broadcast. Tonight we have news on a small charity with a big heart, a dog who found her way home, and a local boy hero. But first, we have some exciting news for hockey fans. The NHL has decided to add two new teams next season. Finally, the Regina Moose Knuckle and the Minneapolis Trigger Fingers join the roster of pro teams. Oh, I'm getting some breaking news right now. Reports of a meteor hitting the city of Vancouver are surfacing right now. We have Jones Farley on the scene. Jones, can you tell us what you see right now? Yes, Holt. Right now I'm standing on the corner of Georgia and Howe, downtown Vancouver. This meteor has hit the Vancouver Art Gallery, an iconic building right in the downtown core. Crews are currently working to find survivors in the rubble. And as I look over there right now, I see a group of workers pulling out something from inside the crumbled remains of this gallery. They have a crane lifting out a smooth, egg-shaped kind of pod. Could this be the thing that fell from the heavens? I think we are going to try to move in closer. I'll give it back to you for now, Holt. Absolutely incredible. We may actually be seeing something that came from deep space. With me right now is Mr. Arnold Bottoms. He is our in-house expert on astrophysics and the universe. What do you think of this, Mr. Bottoms? Well, my own personal opinion, if a meteor did in fact hit Vancouver, I believe that the damage would be far greater than the destruction of only one building. There would have been a complete catastrophe unlike much else we have ever seen. So what do you think hit the Vancouver Art Gallery? Considering the amount of damage, or lack thereof, I believe that what we are dealing with is something that has had the capability of slowing down on its own. Capability of slowing down. What does that mean? Well... That can mean only one thing. It's intelligently controlled. I'm sorry, Dr. Bottoms. We're going to another associate of ours, Carl Farley, on site in Vancouver. Carl, what are you seeing? I'm seeing an incredible sight, Holt. 
It seems that indeed what they have pulled out of the wreckage is a pod of some sort. I am standing here with a firefighter, Jordan Henderson. Mr. Henderson, what do you think of this? Well, I think that what we are looking at is an extraterrestrial ship of some sort. They sent one of their kind here. Here it is! Here it is! Give it room! Give it room! The pod is now on the ground. It's completely smooth and a brilliant pearl white color. There are no indications it has any openings of any kind. A man is walking up to it right now. He's reaching out to touch it. He doesn't seem to have any negative effects at all. Ah! Oh my god, he just dropped to the ground. I can't, I can't tell what's happened to him. The, the, the pod is opening up right now. This is absolutely incredible. A hole just opened near the bottom of the pod. The one man's body is being taken away. He is presumably dead. A man wearing a biohazard suit is walking up to the pod. He's looking in. I'm gonna move in a bit closer. Now I can see inside the pod. Oh my! I don't know if this is correct or not, but from what it looks like to me, they're a bunch of scrapped Mars rovers. I'm going to try to get more confirmation on what these rover-looking things are. Back to you, Holt. This is absolutely groundbreaking. Never in my life have I ever witnessed anything like this before. I'm getting some new information in right now. According to NORAD, there seems to be ships entering the Earth's atmosphere right now. In only a few minutes, these crafts will be visible all along the Pacific coast. Authorities are calling an immediate curfew for the entire country of Canada. I repeat, an immediate curfew for the entire country of Canada is now in effect. If you are inside, then please remain inside. We're going now to our correspondent on the ground in Seattle. Hello, Dick. What do you see right now? Right now, there's a huge fireball in the sky. This is strange, unlike any asteroid ever recorded, because of the speed it is moving. It's sort of just gliding across the skyline very slowly. Panic has ensued in the streets of Seattle. Looting has been reported. It is believed that the National Guard is being deployed and martial law is going into effect. The government has now ordered a curfew to take effect in 30 minutes' time. The fireball is starting to turn into just black smoke. Oh, something's coming. Something is starting to appear from inside the smoke. It's it's gigantic. It's a huge ship of some sort. It's like It's like nothing this reporter has ever seen before. The smoke is almost cleared now. The craft is black in color. I don't see any identifying marks. Oh my god, we have to get... It looks like we've lost connection with Dick. We have another doctor here, Dr. Longbottom. Um, doctor, do you think that these ships are extraterrestrial? And if so, do you think that they're here for malevolent actions? To answer your first question, yes, I do believe these ships are extraterrestrial. As for your second question, throughout our own history, whenever an outside culture has met another culture, it's usually ended in bloodshed and death. So yes, I do think that they're here for malevolent actions. However, they're much more advanced than us. So maybe the civilization has moved past the need for such barbaric actions. Thank you, Dr. Longbottom. We go now to another correspondent on the ground in Vancouver. What are you seeing down there, Angel? Well, Holt, we have confirmed that the items inside the pod are indeed rovers that were on Mars at one time. 
But just a few minutes ago, an absolutely massive flying craft appeared over Vancouver. It is currently just floating over us all. It is believed that the military will be here shortly to take control of the area. Oh, something is happening, Holt. A hole in the side of the ship has just opened up. A small object has just been ejected out. Oh, it's in a slow downfall towards us right now. Here it comes. Get out of the way. Oh, it, it's just hit the ground. The object looks almost blue. It's starting to glow. The temperature is rising around us very quickly. Oh, God. Oh, God, it's unbearable. We've lost connection with every single corn spot in Vancouver. We're going to try to get them back right now for further updates. This just in. Oh my. Apparently, an explosion has gone off in downtown Vancouver, leveling the entire city. Vancouver is gone. I repeat, Vancouver is gone. More craft are being reported over every major city we are currently in connection with. The earth is under attack. I've been told we're going off air now. I have one final message to all of you who are listening. Stay safe, and may God be with you all. This message is being broadcast by the Department of Defense of the Republic. At 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, multiple unidentified objects were confirmed to have entered Earth's atmosphere. It is speculated that these objects are of extraterrestrial origin. The broadcast will quiet at this time for your safety. Continue to carry out the following instructions. And that's this week's show. Please check the show notes for links for both shows this week at sonicsociety.org. We've got one more week left for Transcontinental Terror's run this year, and if you want the horror train to make a stop at your station, send your full new horror show to mutualaudio at gmail.com. But hurry, do it quickly, because it's the 32nd next week. It is. So until we see you then, when we have two new series, I'm David Alt. And I'm Jack Ward, wishing you all a wonderful day. See you next Sunday. The Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 
ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. There, that's how long twenty seconds are. The Center for Disease Control recommends you wash your hands for at least twenty seconds as often as possible. We don't think about it a lot, but more germs are transmitted by the hands than by any other source. So keep them clean. Soap and water for 20 seconds, and you'll help prevent the spread of COVID-19, and maybe some other nasty stuff as well. This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.